Hi, I'm Edwards Three, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. Have you ever heard a Christian say something like this? I had a really good time in prayer today. Oh, prayer was really good. I had a good time reflecting on the Word of God. Uh, it was a good time in the chapel. I had a good time in adoration. It was really good to be there in prayer. What do they really mean by that when they say that their prayer is good? I think what they mean is something like this. I think they mean they sensed that they were close to God. They felt God's presence or they, they sensed God guiding them or encouraging them or inspiring them in some way or maybe they, they got some good insight for their lives in prayer. And that's all wonderful. Those could be tremendous blessings that God gives us in our prayer time. But what happens when we don't have those insights in prayer? What happens when we don't sense his hand guiding us in prayer, encouraging us? What happens when we don't feel close to God in prayer? Many of the saints would tell us it's in those moments of darkness and dryness in prayer that God is inviting us to take that next step with him in a profound way. We may not feel his presence but he's really there. He's closer to us now than he was ever before. But the key is to understand what God is doing in those moments of darkness and how we respond. And that's what I want to take a look at in this week's podcast. So welcome to All Things Catholic. I am your host, Edward Sree, and I, I'm really excited. You know, I've been blessed to be a part of a number of video-based Bible studies, small group studies, things that walk through the Catholic faith or help us understand the Mass or Mary and the passion of Jesus Christ better. And, and, and that's all wonderful. But I have a brand new study that's coming out that's not simply about the Catholic faith, but it's more about what God wants to do on the inside, what he wants to do in our hearts. And so if you happen to be in a small group at your parish or a men's group or women's group, a Bible study group, check out my new study. It's called When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. It's coming out with Ascension Press, and you can pre-order it right now. You could use it for your fall Bible study. It's not just a, a study about how to pray or methods of prayer. That's not what this is about. It's more about the journey God wants to take you on in your prayer life. And we were blessed to film all around Italy and feature so many great saints from the church fathers to medieval saints like St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Bernard of Clairvaux, Francis of Assisi, Catherine of Siena, all these famous people you've heard of, as well as more recent saints like John of the Cross, Teresa of Avila, and all the way up to contemporary times like John Paul II. St. Faustina, uh, St. Mother Teresa. So, so many saints giving us great wisdom for the ordinary challenges ordinary people like you and me face each day. Things like, I have all these weaknesses. How can I experience God's change? How can I grow in greater trust and surrender? How do I deal with the struggles I have in prayer? The topic we're looking at in this week's podcast. So if you're looking to go deeper into Catholic spirituality, deeper into your life of prayer in the Catholic tradition, check out the study. Again, it's called When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. You can pre-order it right now at ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. That's ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. So we've been looking at these struggles in prayer, and last week we were considering how one of the reasons why we may not feel close to God in prayer is because it's the devil attacking us. The devil is discouraging us. 
the devil wants us to think our prayer stinks, that it's not pleasing to God and it's not even worth praying anymore because the devil knows how powerful prayer is. He'll use anything he can to get us to stop praying. He'll even use our sincere desire to pray well against us. He'll get us to say, oh yeah, I see you don't pray well. It's not worth it. This isn't pleasing to God. This isn't accomplishing anything. Just stop praying. And so if we ever have those thoughts in our head, realize that's not coming from God. It's coming from the devil. The devil's the one that wants us to think our prayer is so bad it's not worth praying anymore. St. Catherine of Siena reminded us, we looked at this last week, to persevere, just keep showing up in prayer. But I want to take a look at some other wisdom we can look at from Catherine and, and other saints as well about what's happening in these moments when we don't feel close to God in prayer. A, a second thing that could be happening, in addition to the devil discouraging us, the second thing is it could be something God's doing. The God is allowing us to not feel his presence to not sense his hand guiding our lives in prayer and to not give us insights in prayer. And we may be wondering, well, why? Why would God do that? Doesn't God want us to feel close to him in prayer? Isn't he a loving father? Why is he doing this? Well, I'm going to share with you a story. I remember early on in my my own kind of conversion, I never really left the Catholic Church. I, I'm, not, I'm not a convert. I'm not a revert. But I, I can't say that God was always number one in my life. And it was in my young adult years my faith starts taking off. I start learning about my faith, studying apologetics, studying the Bible more, and it's all starting to make sense. I go, wow, there's so much wisdom in the church. And I, my, my mind is really being renewed with the truth. But it wasn't just my mind. It was also my heart. I started going to daily mass. I started spending time with Jesus in Eucharistic adoration. I started taking time to pray every day. I mean, I had prayed little prayers before, but now really committed to time to do some meditation, reflecting on the scriptures and really, really talking to God every day. And and my first year or two of kind of going in this conversion, this deepening in my, my, my spiritual life, it was just amazing. I was so excited. Like everything Catholic was so exciting to me. Everything I could learn about the faith, study about the faith was interesting. The fellowship with other good Catholics was really exciting. And, and especially my time in prayer. I remember using certain books for my meditation and reflection and talking to God so much and just feeling so close to God and just so excited to go to prayer every day. And that lasted for a good year and a half or so. And then after a while, it started to change. Prayer started to become hard. And all that excitement that I had wasn't there as much anymore. I remember those feelings starting to fade. And prayer became a drudgery. I mean, I would still go to pray, but I just felt like I just wasn't there. It wasn't connecting. I was wondering, is it worth it? And this went on for several weeks and several months, and it wasn't getting any better. It seemed to be just getting worse. And I was very much aware that my heart was not in my prayer. I just, I was showing up, but I, I just, my body was there, but my, my, I didn't feel like my spirit was. And it was just so dry. And I remember being so frustrated. I remember wondering, where are you, God? And I remember wondering, did I do something wrong? I remember thinking it was, well, maybe God is, I don't feel close to him because I didn't become a priest. Is that what it was? <laughs> I remember that in my young adult single years. I remember, did I do something wrong? Is that why God is, is not close to me anymore? And, and I was really struggling. And finally, I, I remember I came back home to the Chicago area one weekend and I got to visit with my old pastor at my parish. And I remember we were having breakfast together and I was sharing with him all about this and I was saying, you know, I, all of my prayer life is just gone and I, I feel like I, it's, 
I just don't feel close to God anymore. And it's, it's just all empty. And I, and I just explained to him the, the sorrowful feelings I was having about my prayer life. And he just sat there and he was smiling. And I, I remember the more I kept sharing, the more he smiled. I thought, why is, is he, it's almost like he's laughing at me. What, what's going on here? And he just smiled and he says, oh, you know what, Ted, God is taking away all the lollipops and candy canes from your spiritual life. I remember hearing, well, what do you mean by that? Well, lollipops and candy canes. He says, oh, you know how, you know, a dad might, you know, give his little children little candies and the children come to him and they're so excited that that's what God does at the beginning stages of the spiritual life. When we're beginners, he makes our prayer time sweet. He makes the spiritual life sweet because he's enticing us to come. And and God does this. And, and this isn't just my pastor. He's drawing from the tradition that God will use this to help us to develop a habit of the spiritual life. Because at first, prayer is hard. It's not, it's not as easy. We've never, maybe never prayed before. So God makes it very sweet. He gives an enjoyment with it. So we want to keep coming back over and over and over again in prayer. And, and once we start developing that habit and it's taking deeper roots in us, then what our Heavenly Father may do is take away the sweetness for a time or as my pastor said, the lollipops and candy canes of the spiritual life. And I think that's true. You know, I, I, I think that was certainly, it was so helpful for me to hear that in that time of my life. And I've, I've remembered that many other times when I've gone through seasons of, of dryness and prayer, that it may not be something wrong with me, or it may not mean that God is away, but he's wanting to test my heart. He wants to know if I'll still come to him in prayer. You see, God may give us the sweetness in prayer at the beginning. He'll give us those feelings, that sense of guidance, that sense of encouragement, those insights. Those are wonderful gifts. But in the end, God wants to know, will you come for him and him alone? Even if you don't have those gifts, those insights, those feelings, will you come for him? Are you coming for the giver or for the gifts? He's testing our hearts. He wants to see is our prayer totally about love or how much selfishness might there be in our prayer? Are there vestiges of selfishness where I'm coming just because of the sweetness, the enjoyment I get out of prayer? Now, again, I want to be clear. Those moments of consolation, they're gifts that God gives us, and we should be thankful for them. They really are beautiful gifts. They do help us at different points in the spiritual life, especially at the beginning, but not just then. But throughout our lives, we need these times, and, and, and we're so thankful for them. But yet we always want to examine, would I come if I don't get them anymore? I think about my, my little girls. I know many times I'll come home from a trip and I'll bring presents for them. It's so funny. They call them presentations. I don't know why, the fourth joyful mystery. But they don't call them presents. They go, Daddy, did you bring us presentations? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll sometimes get some, some candy or a little stuffed animal or a little memento from the city I was in. So I'll come home and uh, give them their, their, their presentations. They come so excited. They see me and they run quickly to the door, you know, and I, I'll tell them, I've got presentations for you. And they're like, Daddy, Daddy. They just come in my arms. They want me to open up. They're on my back and they're looking over the bag and they're just so excited to get their presentations. <laughs> and it's awesome. I love that. But I'll tell you what, I love it even more when I just come home on an ordinary day and I don't have presentations in my bag. I spend a long, tired day and I'm, I'm exhausted and I come through that door and when they come and they see me and they run into my arms, daddy's home. They're coming not for what I give them, 
They're coming just for me. Again, I love it when they come when I bring their presentations. <laughs> that, that's awesome too. But I really do love it when they just come into my arms just because they want to see me. And the same is true with our Heavenly Father. He may be withdrawing the sense of his presence in your prayer life. He may be withdrawing that sense of that closeness, those consolations, not because he's himself turning away from you. No, no, he's very close to you. He just wants to know, are you going to come for his presentation, his gift, the gift of his feeling close, or you feeling close to him? Or are you going to come just for him? He's testing our hearts. This is the point St. Catherine of Siena brings out as well, and many other saints, that God wants to know, will you still come even if you don't have the lollipops and candy canes? Will you still be there? And so what I want to encourage you is this. Realize that if, if you don't feel close to God, remember what we talked about last week, it might be the devil discouraging you, but it might be something God is doing. God might be directly behind this. God's behind all things. He allows even the devil to discourage us. He'll, he'll permit that to happen and use it for our good to, to, to make us better and all. But, but God might be the one actually in, intentionally withdrawing those feelings, not his presence, he's still there, but the feelings of his presence to test our hearts to see if we still come and, we, and we'll grow in greater virtue. The habit of prayer will be deepened. It'll be strengthened. And our union with God will be even more profound because we're coming not for the gifts, we're coming for him, for the giver himself. Another thing I want you to remember is that when we make the act of love, the act of prayer, when we don't feel the closeness it actually gives God more glory. This, I want you to really pay attention here. If you're a little distracted right now, this is a really important point because so many Christians today, they think, oh, my, they gauge their holiness. They gauge their, oh, how's my relationship going with God on the feelings they have. Oh, I felt really, I was excited at mass and oh, I was really enthusiastic in adoration today. Or I, 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 I was really, felt close to God in my prayer time today. They, they're, they're judging their spiritual life, evaluating their spiritual life, measuring their spiritual life on the feelings that they have. And the saints will tell us that's not where you go. You have to look at the, at the will. You have to look at the, is the person being faithful? That's more important. In my marriage, I have moments in my marriage and my family life where there's all these romantic feelings for my wife and strong feelings for my children. Right? The feelings are there. And then there's other times where I'm frustrated with my children. I've got negative feelings. And there's times where you know I, I don't have the feeling of closeness with Beth, but we just got to keep the family moving along. I have to help her and take care of things and take care of her needs and respond to the, the, the demands of the moment in the household. And you just have to act and show up. I'm going to, I want you to see that it, when we actually show up for prayer and we're faithful to prayer and we don't have those feelings, that's actually a more beautiful act of love than those times where we have all those rich consolations and emotions in prayer. Listen to the great St. Faustina. Listen to what St. Faustina said about this. She said, one act of trust in such moments gives God greater glory than whole hours passed in prayer filled with consolations. See, we have to have a Catholic lens on our prayer life. Don't judge it by, you know, modern, you know, notions, you know, that are out there that, oh, I'm, I'm looking at my prayer life through feelings. And the more feelings I have in prayer, the, the greater love and closeness with God I must have. That doesn't work in marriage. 
You can't look at marriage in, in, ter- in terms of feelings. Oh, there's all these feelings and therefore that's love. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of times when the feelings are there and you still have to love and sacrifice and serve and forgive. The same is true with God. St. Faustino, one more time. It's so good. Listen to the quote again. One act of trust in such moments, those moments of darkness, those moments of dryness, those moments when you don't feel close to God, those moments when you feel like your prayer is not worth it, you're too distracted, your heart isn't into it. In those moments, one act of trust in such moments gives God greater glory than whole hours passed in prayer filled with consolations. My friends, if you're going through darkness right now in your, in your soul, you're going through this season where you just don't feel close to God, know that simply falling on your knees, simply just taking time to tell God you love him, simply pulling out your Bible and doing your Lectio Divina, or simply going to that Eucharistic Adoration Chapel, whatever it is, when you take time to pray in those moments of dryness, that act of trusting, trusting God in those moments gives him greater glory than hours and hours of prayer that's filled with delight and emotion and feelings of closeness. This is the wisdom of the saints. That's St. Faustina, that's St. Therese, that's St. John of the Cross, that's St. Mother Teresa. This is the wisdom of the saints. Be encouraged. God is closer to you than he's ever been before. You don't feel his closeness right now. We're going to continue to talk about that more but it is a season and just trust he really is there. His grace is present to you and you're giving more glory to God when you continue to persevere in prayer than whole hours passed in delight and consolation. My friends, this is just some of the insights, some of the many, many insights we cover in the study where we walk through the wisdom of the saints that's so helpful for the struggles we face in our own spiritual lives. This is what we cover in my new study, When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. From Ascension Press, you can pre-order it right now. Check it out for your small group, for your family, for your own viewing. Again, it's called When You Pray, A Clear Path to a Deeper Relationship with God. And you can pre-order it at ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. That's ascensionpress.com slash when you pray. And thanks so much for listening. And as always, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or on my website, edwardsri.com. That's edwardsri.com. God bless.